You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning and welcome to Catholic Chicago Catholic Schools today on WNDZ 750 AM. We're here with Dr. Jim Rigg. We're going to have a great program this morning. I come from a Cub win. I can say this because Father Greg had to take the morning off. A Cub win last night, 2 to nothing, 35,000 people at Wrigley Field, and it felt like Everybody didn't want to go home. <laughs> it was great. I think uh, Father Greg was upset about the Cubs win. That's why I, he didn't I, want to come in. I today. texted yeah. him from the game with a picture <laughs> uh, of the win. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, welcome, Doctor Jim, and uh, let's let's uh, set this program off with an update on the schools. Very challenging year, and you're coming to an end to that school year. Um, Give us the highlights. Sure. So we are at the very tail end of the school year. So most of our schools are already out. We have a number who have their last day today. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, had their last day on Friday. Mm -hmm. And we have a few more that are kind of hanging on this week. But just about everybody is out for the summer. Most of our schools still have teachers there uh, who are uh, involved in professional development, cleaning out their classrooms. And then uh, by the you know later part of the month, the teachers will have phased out and will go fully into summer mode. Uh, now, of course, all of our schools remain open throughout the summer. We have often families that want to come in and register midsummer. Uh, we have a lot of maintenance projects, cleaning that happens throughout the summer. Uh, principals use the time to work and get organized. But it's, it's also a moment to rest. And I think after this school year, mm-hmm. uh, we need and deserve a rest. You know? Yes, exactly. As, uh, as you know, Mike, this has been an incredibly complex year for everybody in Catholic education. Uh, but as I've said on this show many times before, I'm just uh, so impressed and so grateful for the incredible work of our Catholic school teachers and principals and staff members uh, working alongside their students and, and families uh, to support in-person instruction throughout this school year. It uh, really has been remarkable to see it all happen. You know, w- w- what are a few of the stories that you can share with our listeners that highlight how totally dedicated our folks have been this year? You know, we uh, we took a chance. You know, we, mm-hmm. we didn't know, um, you know, if you go back uh, well over a year now, we didn't know what the pandemic was going to look like this year. But we, we had a great degree of confidence that we could support in-person instruction safely for students and employees. Uh, We worked very closely with uh, those in our schools, along with all of the local and state health department uh, folks, as well as our own independent panel of medical experts, to put together a a robust plan of health and safety protocols that took us through the year. Uh, But, you know, at the end of the day, this was an unprecedented pandemic. So we had a lot of confidence in our protocols, but we didn't know for sure how it was going to go. 
Uh, and I, I do believe that the work of those in our schools surpassed our expectations. Uh, we had virtually no cases of COVID. The ones that we did have uh, almost all came in from the outside. Uh, we had little, if any, person-to-person -person transmission of COVID within our schools. Uh, and when we did have those COVID cases, we moved very quickly to quarantine people. So, you know, in terms of individual stories, you know, I can't tell you how many families, especially now that we're ending the year, how many families, parents, teachers, staff members, principals have reached out to me to thank me uh, for the work in our Catholic schools this year. And it's nice to receive those emails and phone calls, but ultimately, uh, I think the credit does go to those within our schools that did the actual heavy lifting of ensuring that people were safe for in-person instruction this year. Now, how are folks planning for next year? <laughs> oh, yeah, million-dollar question there. So, as you know, as of last Friday, the state has opened up. Right, exactly. Uh, now, uh, currently, uh, the Illinois State Board of Education and many of the, the health departments still require masks on children indoors at schools. Oh. So as we launch uh, an abundance of summer camps and summer school programs, uh, we're still requiring children to be masked while indoors. But for outdoor activities, they do not have to be masked as long as they are distant. And uh, we don't yet know exactly what the fall is going to look like. So we're going to see how the the pandemic progresses through the uh, the summer. We're optimistic that younger children, those under 12, will have access to a vaccine in the late summer, early fall. Of course, right now, children 12 and up can receive the vaccine. Right. And we're hoping that most, of, if not all of them, are vaccinated by now. Uh, but we are already in conversation with health department officials about the, uh, the fall, and we'll continue to do that work throughout the summer. Now, I'm sure, because in our family, Father Greg, we've talked about it, there are folks that say, I don't want to get the vaccine. How, how would you deal with that in terms of parents saying, well, I don't want this vaccine for our children? Well, uh, we certainly respect that choice for mm -hmm. parents, but we unambiguously encourage everyone to get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some really strong medical science behind the vaccine, and ultimately we want to keep people safe. So as of now, we are not requiring that people be vaccinated to come back in the fall, although we're going to continue to study that question and may take a different direction uh, later in the summer. Uh, we just really encourage people to talk to their doctors and think very seriously about getting a vaccine. Uh, now, as you've talked to your principals, what have they learned this year? Have they shared any of their major learnings? Because this was a turning point for everybody. That's a great question, and I know later in the show we'll have a principal on with us perhaps mm -hmm. to reflect on this directly. But, um, you know, from what I hear uh, from our principals as well as what I, I have experienced myself, I think, number one, we've learned that absolutely we can put trust in our students and our teachers and staff members to actually implement protocols. We had very few mm -hmm. cases of, you know, kids taking off masks or teachers disregarding health practices. Overall, people did a terrific job of understanding and implementing all of our health and safety protocols. I think we certainly learned a lot around technology, and I'm, I'm sure this mm -hmm. is true of everybody, uh, but you know, we, we did have a lot of technology in our schools before the pandemic, but since then, you know, we've really learned the potential of you know, platforms like Zoom and Teams and how they can be leveraged for 
uh, instruction. You know, if you go back to the spring of 2020 when we had to shut the school system down, you know, using those platforms, uh, we certainly learned a lot about um, technology in general, even not for virtual instruction, but how it can be better integrated into in-person instruction to maximize the, the individual learning of each student. Well, because you're younger, but I remember we, we've gone from film strips, <laughs> you know, with the little turn the knob, to now you can access videos that are educational tools that are tremendous. So why don't we take a little break? Uh, WNDZ Catholic Schools today on, on WNDZ 750 AM with Dr. Jim Rigg. We'll be back in a few minutes. Catholic Chicago, please stay tuned. a gently used laptop or desktop computer that is gathering dust in your home? Consider donating to our Catholic Charities Veterans Computer Project. We will clean out your device, give it new software, and repurpose it for a veteran who is looking for employment. Your gift will make an incredible difference in a veteran's ability to find a job. Catholic Charities provides veteran services throughout Lake and suburban Cook Counties, giving participants an array of professional and personal support. Our veterans have served our country, and it is our privilege to serve them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Services and the Veterans Computer Project, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. 